to Sword and Board. I'm Luke. And I'm Lars. This is two guys talking about every fantasy movie ever made. And joining us this week, once again, is our dad, Bill Farabee. Hello, dad, how guys. Hey, Great. Dad. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me. Of You're course. Welcome. Love having of, you on. Yes. Um, actually, your, your episode <laughs> um, was the highest rated three-person fantasy ranking podcast um, that week. So it was uh, it was pretty incredible. Yeah, if you if you lower the bar far enough, it's great. It's great, <laughs> yes. yeah. And yeah. that's that's basically been my my life's work yeah. is lowering the bar that that's level right. to where I'm impressive. Highest rated, so, three right. guys named Farabee, right? <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Yep, yeah. Um, uh, it's been how's a little while. Doing? We're good, man. We're, it's been a little while since we've we've done this. Um, you know, obviously still under the. The, the COVID blues. Wonderful 2020 um, nightmare, and uh, the hits just keep on coming. But some some great news is that I just finished the graded portion of my doctoral program, and now I'm on to writing my dissertation. Awesome! So That's cool. I will need a lot more awful fantasy movies to get me through the next year. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought you were going to say... We can find them. I thought you were going to say, and I'm going to need a lot more money. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> There's that, too. Yep. But... And um, now I know why I've been invited this afternoon. Right, yes, yes, yes. So, so something that's just funny that I need to bring up. You remember how when I first moved out here, the thing I mentioned was that as opposed to ducks or pigeons, it's geese. Yes. Okay, so all the geese are gone now, but they've been replaced. Replaced by, by geese? Like, by, like, mecha no. geese? By, by moths honey. and rabbits. Moths? Moths and rabbits. So is that what happens to geese when they die? Are they... I guess. Are, they moths? They be- <laughs> are the moths and rabbits teaming up together, or...? You know, it wouldn't surprise me. But there, there are moths everywhere. Because what you it's just most... what you just described is a better movie than Against the Dark. Yes, it is. Correct. <laughs> Absolutely. Correct. But no, there's there's a, a a little there's a nice little park near us, and there's a lot of little rabbit warrens, and they're they're everywhere. I see them every day, and it's a really nice change of pace. And then the moths try to come in every night, um, and they're giant. They're like the size of a half dollar, and there's hundreds of them everywhere, and I don't ha- get it. Have you heard a rabbit scream? It's horrifying. It is horrifying. I would rather listen to an hour and a half of rabbit screaming than the first movie that we're going to s- discuss, and that's a segue. That is how you do wow. a segue. That's, that's <laughs> right into that. I did not see that one coming. Ugh. <laughs> Dad, this was your movie that you picked. What was the movie that you picked? (laughs) (laughs) I picked against... What was the first one I picked? And Lucas said, well, that doesn't really fit in. What was the first one? The Philadelphia Experiment. Experiment, right, which is, I guess, more of a sci-fi. But it's still time travel and whatever. Yeah. I don't know if this one... Where this one fits in the fantasy. It doesn't fit as... It it, it doesn't even fit in as a definition of a movie. It's... No. It's not (laughs) even... It, it was amazing. It, I read, I, I think I told you, Lars, I read an, an article about it after I had finished watching this dribble that it cost an estimated $6 oh, and, and million. Name, name the dribble. What's, to what was make. the dribble? Oh, 
Against the Dark, starring, I'm doing air quotes, starring Steven Seagal. So, Steven Seagal, who has still in his illustrious career only starred in two good movies. Okay. Under, under siege, and, under siege, and executive decision. That's it. Okay, and the very, and the very, very first one, where he was a cop, that was pretty good. I yeah, anyway. yeah, above the law. Yeah, yeah the that first was, one was, was good. good. It was a good movie. Yeah, he was some good yeah. fight scenes. But anyway, yeah. what was I saying? Where were we going? <laughs> this is terrible. How much money it cost? Yeah. Oh yeah, so it, it cost an estimated six million dollars, and it grossed worldwide eighty three thousand dollars. <laughs> it grossed <laughs> worldwide. Oh my god, the the return on that just oh I don't I don't even know where to start with this because I can't imagine these people making this movie and thinking we're onto something here right we're we're, we're we have got a story where they say there's a plague that's killed everyone on the earth except for some people that have been turned into vamp- they say they say vampires but they're they're just zombies, really. And nobody's immune, they say. And then a little while later, there are some people that so, are immune, which is, right. I didn't understand that one. But then they spend the entire movie moving around in this hospital, tr- right. trying to avoid the zombies when they could have just gone outside, I guess, and left. And then every- Well, because it was night and it was safer in a building than outside, I guess. Safer Maybe. in a building filled with vampires. Zombies. Exactly. Right. I, I'm, not, I'm not following your. You know mind. what? I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take my chances outside. There's more space to run around. I climb, <laughs> climb up in a tree. Climb a tree. Climb, climb up a tree. A tree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's lots of things I can do. Um, yeah. This was. Oh. It, you know, it was a. Was it a. Yeah. And and when I I think I, I emailed you guys or texted you guys that. What was the over under, on how long they actually had Steven Seagal on set. It was a, it was a one day. I would say a day. I would say a it day. It was a one yep. day and he was the executive producer, I think. Yeah. It was it was just I'm going to lend my name to this so I can make some money. Obviously he didn't make a lot of money if it was $83,000. And I'm going to walk around with a sword in a weird pose and look air quotes cool and never actually fight. Every single scene when he was fighting with a sword, it was a close-up of him do, do, doing that. Yeah. And they never showed him. And, and dad, dad is, is oh, I'm sorry. making a sword, I'm, Dad's making making, a sword making motion sword motions. <laughs> Which was actually, yes, uh, him him not describing his sword motions was more exciting than watching Steven Seagal actually make his sword motions. I think, it was, <laughs> I think it was more exciting for the two of you to watch me do that than to watch. I, I had to, like, <laughs> I started watching this. I got, I got so bored. Like, I'm like, I just paused it and took an hour nap because that was a better waste of my time. Do you, let me tell you why I really picked this one. After you, okay. after you shot down the first one, I went to spite, spite, <laughs> <out of> spite. <laughs> That's what it is. It was revenge. <laughs> no, I went through it. I'm like, well, here's one: Steven Seagal against the dark. Oh, wait a minute. It's only an hour and 17 minutes long. Oh, I'm gonna pick that. One. Yeah, you know, <laughs> or whatever it was. It, I knew it was a short. It one. felt so much longer. Oh, oh my god, my god. It, it dragged for so. Yeah, like Lucas said, I had to. I had to keep stopping it. And, yeah. and go walk around to go. This is, yeah, <laughs> it's nonsense. It, like Dad actually just described it really well. Was that it was a bunch of people moving around in the hospital trying to escape. At the same time, 
some surprisingly well-dressed men are talking about bombing it. So um, Keith, uh, Keith... Keith David. David, David yeah. Yeah, Keith David from The Thing and from, I mean, he's been a ton of stuff. Gargoyles and, yeah. Yeah, tons of stuff. Requiem for a Dream. I'm like, I mean, he's a really great character actor. And to see him Greatest in Greatest voice on the planet. He was a, what, a um, general or something that he was going to... Yeah, and, and they're going to bomb, bomb, bomb this sector. And then Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat is telling him, don't. Holy shit, that's, that's him? It. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now that's, I can't... Yeah, yeah. Johnny Cage from I knew I had seen him before. I, yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat. So oh, this um, is the part where we fall down. But so, and then and then Steven Seagal is like move like he, I don't even know his name. Tao. Tao. T. I looked it up. T. A. O. And, and he says it. He says it once. You know. I'm ta- oh, that's right. He says I'm Tao. I'm and Tao. Exactly. Um and. He just walks around and, and kills people. You don't really. Does he show up at the end? I don't know what. I, uh, they all run away from an explosion at the they end. They all run away from the explosion. Oh, at that's the end, right. right. That's he, right. Now I I do know why he actually. One of the reasons he made this movie was so he could get that really cool black leather jacket that he wore. The long. The duster. The, yeah. the long duster, the leather one. Why he was and who this team was that he was leading. A band of vampire mercenaries that didn't do any. I, why were they what, there? What sucks is what, what sucks is the. So there's a, there's the group of the vampire hunters, and there's Steven Seagal, and the only other one who actually does anything, and the only person who seems to put in any effort and actually is cool is the other the giant guy with the weird stabby knives. Oh yeah, he he kind yeah. he kind of looks like I think is that is that the rocks. It stunt is literally double. the rock's. It's the rock's cousin and stunt double. Really? And yes, he was fine. And, and, like, it, yeah, like he like had he been the lead, he's kind of got a charm and a like you know for an asylum movie, he he'd be fine. he would be yeah he'd be you know maybe you know the stone and then the, maybe not the rock but the stone and then the, <laughs> the woman pebble. yeah the pebble the gravel <laughs> <laughs> the woman that was in it that was the fighter as well. I, I don't know. I just I couldn't figure out what was going on and it dawned on me nothing was going on. Nothing was That's going. why I couldn't figure it out. This was two it seemed like two separate scripts that they that were they oh. didn't have a full run, a full runtime, but like there's enough common factors that they can stitch it together you, badly. You are assuming there was scripts. Yeah, I you think someone think wrote a, this. That's a big assumption you think, there. You think someone yes. wrote this. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, no. This was um, this again. This was on Tubi. We're still going through Tubi. Tubi is Tubi um, is, is a, free. A gym. And and yeah. there's some interesting stuff on there. And um, it's legal. And it's legal. Yep. Yeah. Um. And okay, I have to wonder. We're getting very very strange uh, commercials that are localized to Colorado for for um for Tubi. What kind of commercials are you getting on Tubi? Uh, I didn't really notice. Look at the Hey, mom. Hey, hey, how you doing, mom? <laughs> um, I don't special guest appearance. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. as soon as a commercial happened, I was like, oh, thank God, and I, I would go yeah. away somewhere else and and not really pay attention. Actually, we um, probably should have focused on the commercials. That'd have been a lot better. That'd have been better. Yeah, we get a lot of ones because we've been watching stuff. A lot of ones about making sure to lock up your marijuana so your kids don't get it. 
Um, do you do it? And it's a, do you lock it up? Well, exactly. I have to make sure to, so that you know. But it's weird because they're super like they have higher production values than Against the Dark. Yeah. These dumbass commercials have better. Oh. Yeah. It was. Um, there's not much we can say about it other than no. other than I apologize cool. from the bottom of my heart. This to, no. the problem. See, was, and this, this is what happens when this is this is why we stay away from spite, Dad. This is what we <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, what it happens. really it really wasn't spite. It was like okay, I look well. Okay, this is Steven Seagal. How bad can it be? Well, I found out. <laughs> the answer is bad. The answer is very oh, bad. really bad. Um, oh. what is not as bad was which was more it was more entertaining. I'll talk about this one. Um, at least this is okay. um, the next one um, was Bulletproof Monk. Um, not a great movie, but <coughs> compared to Against the Dark, and c- to be honest, compared to a lot of the other movies that we've watched, fun. It was it was fun. It was entertaining. Sean William Scott and um, is it Chow Yun Fat. Chow Yun Fat's great. He is great. Chow Yun Fat is awesome. Not in this movie, but. He's, no. he's great. No. Um, yeah, uh, Chion Fad of, of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. He's yeah. um, He was, like, the replacement killers. He's been in a bunch of, like, really good, like, Hong Kong action oh, movies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, he, he's, he's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, this was very, very early aughts. Yep. He, like th- He actually couldn't speak English very well when he was making this movie. And a lot of yeah. it was just phonetically acted. Yeah. Which, yeah. And, and that's that kind of hurts it because I really like him. And Crouching Tiger, Me too. he was great. Phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and I think that, that kind of holds back a performance when you're not really comfortable with the language. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, and when it's also, you know, Jackie Chan wasn't really great with English when he made Rumble in the Bronx, but that performance is so physical and so stunt driven that it's fine that's the kind of, kind of movie it is that's right. the kind of movie yeah. it is yeah. this one is much more dialogue driven and it's I was amazed that the production values in this movie were they. there was a lot of money put in this movie there were very good stunts very good sets I mean it was I was so very surprised yeah I, I remember I love this I remember watching it like several years ago and really enjoying it. and I still really enjoy this it's fun it's not the best thing I've ever seen but it's it's fun um, it's very Hellboy Indiana Jones mystic Nazis deserve to get punched in the face because you know, yeah but Hell, Nazis Hellboy was so much better oh no yes. I'm not denying that yeah. so I know you said that you don't like Sean William Scott dad I'm, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna say that that completely drug me out of this movie I can't uh, he was Horrible. <laughs> See, that's the thing is, I I actually kind of like him, and I what I want to know is, so him. he seems like a proto. I, one, I don't understand why he didn't have much of an action career, because he's kind of got the smarmy uh, Harrison Ford thing, but he's also kind of a proto Chris Pratt. He's much more Chris Pratt, like it, yeah, and, and and he he had he been around. As the MCU was happening, I think mm-hmm. he would have probably vied for those Chris Pratt roles. Huh. I can see yeah. that. I, I, all I saw was putting him in that role took this movie and it turned it into, they couldn't figure out 
if it was a comedy or if it was serious. If they had played it serious, like Hellboy, Hellboy was serious. Mm-hmm. It had some funny parts to it. But 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 but, but, but they took so, they took those. I'm sorry, Dad. Go ahead. No, no, no. They just that, and it, I guess it's this this guy, Sean William Scott, the way he portrayed it. I couldn't get American Pie out of my head. That I just kept seeing that character. Well, and and I I think what you just said, Dad, um, is kind of the, the big crux of it. Is that you know you either play it straight or you play it completely like a spoof, and mm-hmm. what. I'm not comparing it to this movie at all, but think about Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, the threat is real. The ghosts are real. They're played straight. Like they, they this is mm-hmm. a scary thing happening. But then Bill Murray is just a smartass, and it's I think they're trying to. It's Bill Murray, but the 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 villain is played s- straight, and you you actually it's kind of like wow, it's an inner like this is kind of scary. I mean, the Darren, mm-hmm. Dana Barrett when she gets ripped into the doorway. I mean, that's that's scary stuff. Scary, yeah. That's 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 horror movie stuff. This almost tried to do that, where you have a serious, you yeah. know, mysticism thing, and then a funny guy. But they didn't do the mysticism thing straight enough, and yeah. they didn't make it scary enough. So that way, when and they didn't do it, plus the, they also the funny parts, they didn't do the funny parts funny enough. So that it yep. didn't have that. It mix. just didn't mesh. And then the girl that I, I didn't understand, though I kind of liked her. I didn't understand mm-hmm. the whole "I'm a rich girl," you know. That that just didn't make much sense to me. I mean, it. it I, I I almost. It's like the same kind of genre as, um, um, uh, what big big time Little China? No, um. The Kirk, big trouble, big trouble yeah, China. big trouble in Little China. It's the same kind of thing where there's a bunch of mysticism going on, but Kurt Russell played that straight, but he was funny. Yeah. You know, he played yeah, it straight. straight. Yeah, yeah, Kurt Russell in that, he, but it's funny because he's not the hero of, of that movie. No, he's the comedy relief. It's the other guy. But he didn't try to be funny. He was just funny. This, funny. this guy, and that's yeah. my opinion. Was just he was trying too hard. To be funny, and, 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 I and the, lost and the it part, there. the parts, the parts where he wasn't trying to be funny, where he was was playing it straight, those are the best parts yeah. of the movie. When yeah. he, was, yeah, I agree. When he yeah. was like doing the real fights, when he was, you know, doing like there's some like parts where so bulletproof monk, it's um, Chow Yun Fat. It's it opens up with he's this monk, and he basically has like this mystic power and. In, imbued in him and there's a sacred scroll that if the forces of evil read this scroll, scroll then yep. then the world will be yeah. over so because he's he's got this power he's bulletproof he'll live forever until it's time for him to pass on the knowledge to someone else right lo and behold that knowledge gets passed on to stifler um and, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and um luckily not and, his mom <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Um, but so Stifler, the part, so Sean William Scott, the parts where he did best was he's this kind of loner and he's, you know, this, this ne'er-do-well, but... Pickpocket. He also, he's a pickpocket, yep. but he's also like, he's, you see him like he's giving like food to homeless people oh. and he's, he's huh. running this, this theater that shows old 
kung fu movies, and that's where he's learned kung fu. So there's there's something about him where he's not just he's not just a thief. There's some he's, he's, he's a good yeah. person at the end. You know, ultimately he's a good person, um, and he has to band up with the bulletproof monk to defeat the force of darkness and win the day. Right. Now I will say the 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 sexy Russian blonde lady. That was a pretty interesting film. Yeah, the German. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the German or Russian or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So what's interesting? We brought up Hell, Hellboy a couple of times. The the main Nazi in this plays Rasputin in Hellboy. Yes, he does. I. You're mm. right. Um, and so this my is favorite his, bit of his audition for, yeah. for that one. Exactly. exactly. It's hey, a much you better did that one. What I. Yeah, my. Uh, my favorite bit of trivia about this is that it was originally a, a, an R-rated movie, but they didn't want to do that because it wouldn't make as much money, so they changed the character's name to uh, Funktastic. And I'm guessing um, the other name would not be Funktastic. It was not Funktastic. That's why his chains don't move, because the tattoo applique they had said something else, and they had to glue the chain to his chest. Really? I think to cover the tattoo. I, I, I think that they probably would have made wow. more money if they just kept it R. Yeah, because it would have in. It didn't make any money. Nah. Right. It just. It, I mean, it was fine. It was. I. I laughed quite a bit at, at just the the awkness of it. Yeah, um, it's it's very it's very early two thousand. And the whole. I loved it where they had all the. I guess they were other monks that they were sucking the. The life forces out of them, or yeah, one yeah. Note, all that. You look. I look around at the set. I'm like, wow, they. It's a lot of money. They spent a mm-hmm. lot of money yeah. on this thing. Like when they had Chow Yun Fat chained up in that thing, and they slid him across the room. Yeah, that whole set was not cheap. No, no, and and I. It's, it's watching money burn on screen. Yeah. That's, what, that's what we did. <laughs> exactly. Wow. <laughs> Hey, a lot of people I, worked on this one. People worked, and that's great. Yeah, and, there was, and there was a it, script, and people yes, acted. There was a script, people and there were people acted, and yeah, no, I, I, and I will say, it's, I, I liked the the prophecy twist kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That was a that was that was cool. I liked that, and there's bits about it I do I do enjoy, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's it's very very mid, very early two thousands. This is. I kind of miss movies like this in the sense that well, someone paid to have this made and paid to put it on a screen, and it's not a sequel. It's not an existing property. It is yeah, a this unique is, this thing. This is a unique, unique thing. This is a, its own story. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree there. And um, see, un- unfortunately, what's happened is that they don't make a lot of these movies anymore. Now they make right. one in game. Mm-hmm. Or like they, or one like big tentpole thing, as opposed to kind of spreading like, let's make a bunch of these little, yeah. little movies. Everything has to make a billion dollars. And well, who knows now that since theaters are going to be closed forever and and yeah. know, the world's dying. So, um, I just want I, I would Tell just you, really reading, like to know that I'm, re- I'm reading horrible things about AMC. You know, the, mm-hmm. it's the world's largest movie chain or theater chain. I mean, and they're. They're not. They're not sure they're going to make it. Yep. Yeah, and all I can think is, if this is the case, the last movie I saw in theaters was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in a theater, which is Rise of Skywalker. Oh wow! 
Uh, yeah. And well, don't worry. It won't, not, be, it won't not, be the last one. Knives Out. <laughs> Knives Out was the last one we saw in the theater. And Knives Out was incredible. Which? Oh, my God. Who, who was that? Knives Out. Um, it's a murder mystery with Chris Evans and uh, Daniel Craig. It's fantastic. Uh, okay, okay. It was fine. I, I liked um, Hide and Seek, or Ready. I think it was Ready or Not. I wanted to see that. Hey, I heard hey. that was good. That's, that's better. <laughs> In my humble opinion, that was better. But do you uh, know what's better than those? The movie that we ended with, you are correct. Wow. You guys are just the you, same way it, king. We've done a few segments. We've done this. Lucas, what movie did... So, Highlander. Not the, t- not the TV show. Here we are. If you took the music out of this movie, it'd be awful. It, 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 the movie, the music didn't make the movie, but it, 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 it was amazing. It, it does. It just did that much more. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's something we we, we, we have been re- reoccurring. Or we've been talking about fairly regularly, particularly in, in particularly in fantasy movies, Dad. That yeah. fantasy movie music, other like there's you know you you can't listen like you can't watch a Hitchcock movie and not hear you know Elmer Bird's or uh, no Bernard yeah. Herman's music and and obviously that it, yeah. it ties into it. So music's always something that it elevates <laughs> movies, but in the fantasy genres particularly. Crawl is elevated by its score. Willow is yep. elevated by its score. And, 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 and due to the fact that that fantasy is the most is the most earnest and the most explicitly fictional, it's the one thing that occasionally needs that additional kick to let to hit you emotionally. And a perfect example of it not working is there were some made-for-TV movies that I actually enjoyed watching the first one and the second one. Except for the music, and it's the librarian. We you, literally, wa- we literally just watched all three last. Really? Because I watched the librarian. They're fun, and it, they're they're really fun movies. And then you have to listen to this terrible. somebody on a, on, a, on a little on a little keyboard about that big made the music. It up. would be it would be better if they played the demo from the Casio keyboard that we had growing. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Exactly. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, so I won't, dun, I won't, dun, dun, I won't belabor this, but I, that's just one thing that always killed me about those movies is, wow, this would have been good if they had actually paid some money for a score. And they still, they use the theme song in the television show. And the television show's fun, but it's the same kind of like, wow, this is this is a, a zith. This but, but anyway. To your point, Ted, this movie would be great. The music just oh just threw it over the blow, top. Blows out of the water. Threw it blows over the top. Yep. Yeah. So did let me ask a question. Did they I don't know this, did they take the music that was already written and incorporate it into the movie, or did Queen work with them to come up with hmm. this music? I think they came up I think I think they wrote Princess of the Universe for the Okay. The show for the movie, but it's a kind of magic, and and I think it's a kind of magic also. Um, what about who wants well. who wants to live forever? I don't. I don't know. That, it, like it was like perfect. That 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 that's montage it. when she like she's growing old and that song's playing over it. 
you couldn't have a better piece of music no, for that perfect. montage. Yep. It was perfect. Yeah, um, Lucas. What I mean for those morons that haven't watched this movie that that have been instead of watching Highlander during their quarantine have been watching Love Is Blind after dark, which I watched. Oh I watched all the episodes of Love Is Blind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen them. Um, oh, it's on Netflix. It's uh it's a blind blind date marriage show where they ask people to marry them before they see each other. Ooh, that sounds really bad. It's great. That's actually why I have. It's great. Apparently, um, it's not uh, as good uh, as Highlander, uh, but it's great. Apparently, um, what's it called? Uh, Who wants to live forever? Uh, they wrote after seeing the sequence of that. Uh, uh, in oh, the oh, that's even better. Yeah, because yeah. um, they captured the. Perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, it's it's fucking perfect. Um, so the uh, since the beginning of time, there are people who are immortal. They can sort of sense each other. They have to kill each other by cutting off their heads. Eventually, there can be only one. Um, there can be only one. <laughs> yes. Uh, Christopher Lambert uh, it plays Connor McCloud. He's been a, he's a Scottish Highlander who's been alive since. 1475 I think somewhere around there and he's been fighting 15, his way throughout but, but history he's, he's old yeah yep um, he is opposed by the Kurgan played by Clancy Brown in one of his first movie roles and in, in one of his best and one of the best villains in a film ever who's so menacing and terrifying which is really funny because apparently Clancy Brown is the nicest guy on the planet to the point where that that horrifying scene in the church where he's he's, he's terrifying oh, after he's... the after the camera stopped yeah after the camera stopped he wouldn't apologize to everyone because that those were actual <laughs> apparently those are actual nuns that he uh, that he apologized to which is is great <laughs> um, but it's so good because we watched um we talked about uh, last witch hunter last week and that has a very similar vibe to this but this did it better. Oh yeah. Um, listen, listen, listen to what you just said, Lucas. You you yeah. synopsize this in just a couple three sentences. You know, there's a group of mm-hmm. immortals that live forever. They have to they they have to fight each other. They can sense each other. They kill each other by cu- cutting off their head. They absorb the energy. And they're the going to be only one. They're going to be only one. Okay. If somebody told me that, I'm like, well, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. I'm not going to watch that. This went so far beyond that. It, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, how you know, the the song you just described, Lars, about the, it it That's it, it. it really got to me how lonely these people were. Yeah, yep. it, it mm-hmm. just it they nailed it about you know everybody thinks oh I'd love to live forever. I don't know. Watching because 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 this montage that Dad's talking about yeah. is his wife's growing older before his eyes and and she's like his love of his life and she's dying and he stays the same yeah and it and you watch it as she's not dying she's just getting older and he still worships her and this, yeah. you yeah. see that and then and then you go to Sean Connery who's been around since Egyptian times yep he said he'd been married Three times. Three times. Three times only, and he's been alive for 3,000 years. And it's just, you can tell these people are lonely. Yeah. Like, and the the only, the only, he meets another immortal, Castagir, 
on a bridge and they they meet and they have this like moment of well okay so obviously they had to have had some kind of friendships throughout history and all Castigear wants to do is have a party and it's he says it it's funny and it's meant to be comical but at the same time what he wants to do is be close to people party be yeah. close to somebody. people yeah and that's and that's what kind of gives the idea some weight right like it's Absolutely. not it's not i'm gonna go cut somebody a bunch of people's heads off it's these nope. people have been wandering the world for millennia try, and, and basically it's almost like well if i get my head cut off well finally I know. I can take a nap. Or, like, or like the whole, I'm done. like the whole sequence where it's in, I think it's in France in 17 whatever, where he's dueling the guy. Oh, on Boston. And, Green. He, yeah, and he keeps Boston. and he keeps getting stabbed and getting up and stabbing and up because he's drunk. But right. I'm like, it's like I'm so bored. I'm just gonna drink and let this guy stab and, me, and it doesn't yeah. matter. And then he says that yeah. he's like, I'm sorry, I fr- I'm done. I know. Let me go, and he just walks <laughs> off drunk, covered in bleeding. Right. Right. Um, yeah, it, it's it, it's great, um, great sword fighting, and I also oh. like it, it. It just it dumps you into it. Like it, it starts mm. at a wrestling match, yeah, and then he goes down into a parking garage, and then he just starts sword fighting. It's like, what the hell is this? And that guy starts doing fucking cartwheels. What is and going that's... on? What's going on? It's and I like how it just kind of it unfolds mm-hmm. gradually because you, you, do, slow... you really don't know what's going on. Nope. I mean, there's nope. just a there's a giant you know, yeah there's this carnage at a wrestling match, and then the what I loved about it the sound of the swords in yes. all the sword fight it was amazing they nailed it I don't even know if it mm-hmm. sounds that way but it ought to sound that I want, way. It, it, it should yes. it yes. should sound that way and there's like and every time he they do a cool thing where where they. They mention uh, whenever they mention like a memory for him, it does a quick flashback yep. to an earlier memory, and it's a really cool device. Like you were banished from your you know your village, and it shows the banishment, yep. mm-hmm. but only for half a second. Um, something that has stuck with me. I've watched this movie I don't know how many times. Something that has always stuck with me. It's in the in the wrestling match, and he's sitting there watching the wrestling match, and there is this guy over his right shoulder who is screaming at him the entire time, trying to have a conversation with him about the wrestling match. And I don't understand why. Why is he Why is he chosen to focus on this one guy to scream at him about it? And it, it's it's one of those things that doesn't make sense to me. And it's just one of those weird little things I that never noticed he's that. so alone that there's a guy, there's a guy trying to talk to him. You'll... I can't ever like look away from him because he's just standing there watching the thing, and there's a guy like talking about the the, the like the violence of the wrestling, and he can't even he can't associate with that guy because he doesn't get it somehow. But it's just this weird moment of this guy trying to talk to him and him not. Well, because he's hunting at that point. Like, yeah, he, he knows well, that there's somebody yep. that he's he going to go fight. Yeah, he and I, I'm done. Like everything else is is. I love that. Yeah. I love. And that shot where this you can see the arena, giant arena, and, and it goes, goes down like, right to his eyes, and, it, and his yeah. eyes are mm-hmm. lit up. Yeah. There's another scene that has always stuck with me, where he's fighting. They're fighting in the warehouse, and it's dark, and it's the camera is a long ways away, and it and it, and it, and it, and it does it. It looks like it looks like the camera is on a pendulum, and it, and it yep. swings back and forth, and it stops, and then it comes back. 
and it's just oh, the, the, it's the just camera work in the last shot. the camera work is incredible the camera work in the last fight it it again like the music elevates the movie the camera work elevates two guys hitting each other with a sword which is exciting so, it makes it that much more interesting so what's, what's I, I love the, the love that final battle for a couple of different reasons. One, Christopher Lambert is more or less blind. Like, legitimately, he's incredibly myopic, so he he can't, like, sword fight well, so like, it's heavily choreographed. It's also, if you watch it, it's not a technically impressive sword fight. Mm-hmm. But the camera. The, fi- the camera is incredible. Absolutely. The music is incredible. The build-up to this one battle the, is perfect, and, and it completely... Sound jumps it back yes. and the, the sound, sound oh of the of the swords was in, plus and the lighting the lighting in there with everything was like it had rained everything was slick wet yep. and it just yeah because because that's really like, like they knocked about the wall. yeah mm-hmm. it's oh my god yeah. um, this is this is really this is one of my favorite movies it's it's way mm-hmm. up yeah. there mhm yeah this was it, yeah. It, it's it's got it, it take like you know after the initial hit of there's some people sword fighting. What this does in a really parking lot in a parking lot. <laughs> what what all fantastical movies do well if they're going to do it well they make you care about the characters. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then there's stakes. So if you care about the characters and you care about what happens to them when their love interest gets kidnapped. You care about that, yep. and you want them to win. Yeah. If it's just nameless person hitting each other with a sword, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have any weight to it. Yeah, right. But if I want Connor McCloud to knock the effing Kurgan's head off because that guy sucks and Connor's awesome, <laughs> then that could yeah. make that last fight that much more impactful. And even exactly, even more impressive, we haven't mentioned Sean Connery. No, right? And yeah, no. <laughs> to me, I'm like, oh, and oh, by the way, Sean Connery's in this. My, 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 my all-time hero. It, it, he was amazing in this movie. He was, he was perfect. It, number one, I mean, it looked like he was maybe in the prime of his life. You know, he, he, mm-hmm. he looked great. He, he played it straight. It was he was, he was what Ramirez. Ramirez. R- yeah. Ramirez. Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez. And. Chief Metallurgist. Basically, his, and he had a, the one, and he had a great earring. And he, he's the one that kind of like brings Connor up and like tells him the story. Kind of gives him the he's Obi Wan. He tells him he's yeah, Obi Wan. Exactly. exactly, he's Obi Wan. Yep. But he was so good. And then that I think that was something that really drove um, McLeod to really want to kill the Hurricane was that he he killed Sean Connery. He killed Ramirez. Yeah. And Ramirez, you know, taught him everything. And there were points in the in the in the training, if you will, where McLeod could have killed him, but you could tell he cared. He cared about it. Mm-hmm. And, and that for the first time, he actually was able to to have a connection and be with exactly. and someone gets it exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole thing where they're running on the beach with a deer that was that was just so cool. I mean, it just yeah. kind of. <laughs> They're running, and they're you could you're you're you could get into it. Like these people are different. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised we forgot. Oh, and by the way, Sean Connery was Sean Connery is in it, <laughs> and it's really great. Um, no, this was. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm sure people have seen this if they're listening to our podcast. But if you haven't, man, this is this is one to watch. How have you? Yeah. How have you? Have you gone? Uh, we'll get to the sequels. 
Eventually, yeah. Yeah. We won't invite it, you back wow. to those, Dad. <laughs> well, I've actually watched them all. Oh, I've seen yeah, the sequels. No, and oh, like, oh, oh, yes. The oh, one yeah. where they go to another planet. I'm like, whoa, this is mm, wow. Yeah. yeah. You, you guys are smoking crap. Right. Yeah. Oh, um, let's do, let's do Highlander first. What, Lucas? Where does Highlander sit with all this? And Dan, I mean, honestly, so, yeah, yeah. So Highlander is obviously the best of the three of these movies. Um, uh, by a by a yeah. country mile. <laughs> it's better. It's it's better than most of the movies that we watched. Yep. It's better than most movies I've watched. It, it's yeah. It is yeah. way Correct. up there for me. Just in terms of. Correct music of cinematography of acting of everything it's just a really well thought out put together movie and it's a fantasy and 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 it has lots of setups and payoffs it has a lot of just great all right what's your what's your floor lucas what's the one uh, what's the what's your ceiling what's what's it not better than and good luck because i'm okay with putting this at the top yeah, no, I'm I'm looking at it right now. I'm like, I would probably rather, I'd definitely rather watch this than Excalibur, and it's better than Stardust. It is. And I'm looking at Return of the King right there, and I'm like, you know, I don't know if we would have gotten Return of the King without this either. I am and fine if we've supplanted our. I think our, we have our stop. Okay, fantastic. Highlander is yep. absolutely. Yep. Yes, because I could put um, this at number one. I can't rate them because I haven't watched all the dribble that you guys have watched. <laughs> but, but based on man, I love Stardust. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's a that's a really good movie for many reasons. But I could actually hang up right now and go watch Highlander again. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it yep. wouldn't it would be I would sit there and watch the whole thing and it'd be great. Yep. It, yep. It's a it's a really good movie. All right, we got a new number one. <laughs> I know. Holy cow! <laughs> All right, and then let's do. Let, let's just go down in order. Yeah, bulletproof, bulletproof monk. monk. It's a it's a it's a middling thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's better than Twilight. The Twilight. The vampire movie. I know. I, I know what you. I know what you. Yeah. Um. It's it's the same. It's 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 mindless. It's adjacent. It's mindless drill. What's above Twilight? I I will say uh, I like I like um, Chow Young Fat. So so yeah. so yeah. he's he's good. He's a good actor. Yeah. Um, the production values are really great. The the whole Twilight thing was idiotic. Yeah. So what's above Twilight, Lucas? Uh, Inkheart. I liked Ink. I like Did, drop, better. did I get dropped? Yeah, I, I like Inkheart oh, better. I'm fine with that too. What was it? I think Inkheart had a had a. Uh, Inkheart, it. Uh, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser, he he can uh, read books into existence. It's pretty. It's fun. It's fine. Wow, so if he so if he, so if he read if he reads Little Red Riding Hood, the wolf comes out. Oh. If he reads, yeah. If he reads The Wizard of Oz, the tornado comes. Reads it yeah, out loud or just reads it? Yeah, reads yes. it out loud. Like oh, okay. he's he's a he's a, a silver tongue. So he his huh. his magical power is that he can read books. Whatever happened to him? He's on Doom Patrol, it's a sad and it, story. I'll he, send it's you a an sad article. story. You know, we don't we it, we've discussed it. It's sad. He's on Doom Patrol now, and Doom Patrol is awesome. Hmm. What's that all? It is it. It's uh, on HBO. Well, it's on DC. Yeah. 
DC Universe or whatever, but it's also on HBO Max, and Doom Patrol is hilarious. Oh, wow. I, I, I am I'm really digging that that show because he was like um, he was like number yeah. one, then all of a sudden, that it's sad. Yep. Uh, We'll, we'll send it to you. Okay. It's sad. <laughs> we, we went into it when we went, got into Ink Art and was like, oh, man. Okay. So that sucks. Uh, <laughs> I should have listened um, in on these. <laughs> yeah. so, um, we, we don't. Um, so, <laughs> wait, so mom's the only one that listens to us. Great. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, all right, so yeah. I'd, say, I, I'd say it's in between Ink Art and... Twilight. And, uh, tw- Ink Art and Twilight. Yep. Against the Dark. And, uh... Like, Okay. Rather watch Hobbit Battle of Five Armies. Did in it, this episode did we right find Dwarves of Dragon Mountain? Okay, so what so right now, what's the worst one you've ever seen? Is it the one you talked about? So it's the one the one on the list right now is one called Lord of the Elves, and it was viscerally uncomfortable. It's it's the it's an Indonesian Hobbit movie, and it was just really uncomfortable. <laughs> it's, it's just really, really bad. just really it's really uncomfortable to watch. So what was we the didn't movie? Like what was the movie? What was the movie that you told me? Please don't watch this, Dad. Deathstalker, probably. Yes, Deathstalker. That's yeah. what it was. Deathstalker. Watch yeah. watch Deathstalker two. Don't watch Deathstalker one. Okay. Um, Deathstalker two is actually fun. Deathstalker <laughs> yeah, Deathstalker two is pretty fun. Um, this is not at the level of the Lord of the Elves. I wasn't no. I wasn't uncomfortable watching this. Yeah, I was just bored out of my mind. I was bored out of my mind. Yeah. So what what's what so it's the wait, it's the dwarves of Elf Mountain. What was it? Dwarves of Dragon Mountain, that that one that was shot entirely oh, like God, in a closet. Like the, the, the Caven movie. The Caven the Caven movie. It was yeah. shot in the closet? Yeah. It's it's like pitch black the entire time and so you can't Terrible. see anything. <laughs> It, it was it's so bad. It was another one of those movies where I spent the whole time like, "What the what the hell is going on?" I'm falling asleep. I uh, I would probably watch. I'd say this is better than the Dwarves of Dragon Mountain. Yeah, because at least Cause at least you can see, see what's what happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was which was nothing, but you could see it. But you could see it. But you could so by the yeah. virtue of being able to actualize one of the other senses that this is better. <laughs> um, and and uh, you got to see the, the nice leather duster that he wore. Duster. I think the duster alone exactly. brings it. Plus, the, I like the the way he's doing the spray-painted hair. Seagal, you know, that's, there, that's there's a there's a There's a video of him. So he has dual citizenship in America and Russia. Because he's great. Oh, that's right. Um, and he did a a, a a a karate demonstration or a hapkido or like whatever whatever discipline hapkido yeah. does right in Russia, and it's the most lackadaisical, like, yep, come at He's me. He's so bored. This looking, is, yeah. this is what I do. I'm gonna go fight somebody, and that's what this movie is. And we'll see what. He's a jerk, but I, that's I remember a friend of mine saying like that's the kind of energy I want to cultivate is just the the idea of I am so bored with these people and yet I'm still taking them down. But he is right. he's he's more than a jerk. I mean, yeah, from what I understand, he's a he's a he's a bad person. I mean, mm-hmm. in some, yes. some of these like people that have been in movies with them, he'll just take them out for for no yeah. reason. He'll throw them on the ground, you know, whatever. And I'm like, there's a lot yeah. more than that. I'll send you a link. Um, 
Anyways, yeah. Lars, where can are these good people find us? Um, hopefully still at home, and if not at home, wearing a goddamn mask. And not a goddamn mask. If you go outside, no. put a mask on. It is not Pretend that to be hard. a ninja. Pretend, pretend to be a ninja. Pretend pretend to be a ninja there you or go. pretend to be Val Kilmer in heat. Like you're like you're <laughs> robbing a bank. Wow. Just do whatever you need to do. Just just do it. Wear a mask. Yeah. Um, but if you're not yeah. doing that, you can also find us on Twitter at Sword and Boardcast. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at same thing. Same same thing. Um, at yep. Sword and Boardcast. I'm gonna do that again. You can find us on Twitter at Sword and Boardcast. You can also find us on Instagram at Sword and Boardcast. We're also on a variety of different podcasting sites: um, Podbean, Spotify, um, iTunes, um, Stitcher, Stitcher, um, Skywriting. Um, there <laughs> is a little elf. There's a little elf that goes and, and transcribes this on little tablets and then buries it in my backyard um, each week. Um, so, you know, come by the house, stay six feet away, and maybe you could read them. <laughs> Dad, thanks for uh, showing up again. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. This was, this was a blast. I'll, any, any invitation, I'll do it anytime. Okay. This was, Sounds this good. Was you, don't, you don't get to pick the movies next time, though. No. I I, no, I'm going to pick a good one. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I've heard good, Highlander two. Good, I've heard I mean, Highlander two bad. is great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. What is this? After the Dark two. Oh, <laughs> Electric <great>. Boogaloo. Electric <laughs> Boogaloo. Oh man. Well, hey, everybody, have a great night. Hey, I love you guys. Love, love you too. Good. Have a good night, guys. Good night.